fucked up. That nigga gotta get into Burkle. You ever cap the bros in the summer? He gotta get DP. <laughs> that was nigga's favorite. That was nigga's favorite line in 2010. Bro, did he really just say not to bring up whole shit? I'm not a plunger, dog. I'm over this nigga fat, bro. Back in 2010, niggas used to stay. You get saying you get DP. How y'all doing out there? This is the I don't know who needs to hear this podcast. I'm your main man, Goldie Rube, Goldie Fats. You know who it is. You know what it is. It's your boy Smooth, a.k.a. Mr. Uber Eats. And this is the I don't know who needs to hear this podcast. Do they really know who it is? They do know who it is. I just told them who it was. It's Mr. Like Uber after Eats. after I just told them, you said it again. I just said it was the podcast. Two times for validation, my nigga. <laughs> All right, bro. What's good with you, man? We Anyways, got a guest with us today, bro. Yes, we do have a guest in You're here. You're on your best behavior. We have a guest in here. Amber, you want to introduce yourself? My name Amber. What's up? That we, was dry. We gonna need some more personality. But that shit was dried in the dike at the Trey <laughs> Songz concert. <laughs> you ever caught a cold in the summer? Oh my god! Absolutely. Run it back. Give Run him, it. give him some, some more energy than that. Oh, I gotta say this. Yeah, yes. Oh, um, what's up, y'all? My name Amber. That's that Jersey that City for you. Added? You from Jersey City? Yeah. Yeah, that's Jersey City for you. I could tell. Listen, old yeah, Jersey yeah, yeah. City niggas do the same thing And old Jersey City females do the same thing When it comes to introducing themselves on like public platforms Yo What's good? What up bro? Ain't nothing man Black Friday, Black Friday, I'm black y'all And I'm black y'all That's big facts bro And I'm blickety black But every time we record it come out on a Tuesday So it don't even matter Exactly But fuck it, we rolling How was your Thanksgiving? Uh, Thanksgiving was Thanksgiving You know, um, I worked yesterday and shit I mean, time and a half it was my first time ever working on Thanksgiving. What you worked in the morning? Yeah, from uh seven to twelve. Mm. Some slight shit, you know what I'm saying? Came home, smelled the food, had to go to sleep because I couldn't touch it yet. So yeah, let that shit roll. I've been having some productive days lately, bro. I've been doing a lot of running around these past three weeks. Like, like running around, like on a track or like no, come on, bro. No, I mean like, and I mean I've been adulting a lot. Like I don't, oh. I've been having to do adult shit. I've been busy. Oh okay. Yeah. I don't like getting dressed. Like I feel like if I got put pants on, like I got that's a productive day. Cause I like to just wear sweatpants all day. Oh wow, uh, yeah. I mean, anytime you see me come to the pod with pants on, I had to do some shit. Where I do. Yeah, I mean, you've been in here with jeans on the last few weeks. Yeah, so that's what I'm trying to say. Doing shit. Exactly. So, but how was your Thanksgiving, bro? Uh, Thanksgiving was cool, man. It was a blended Thanksgiving. Being that I, I did a lot of running around. I'm not doing that no more. I went to go see my pops. Spent time with my pops family. Then I went, me and Didi went to go see her family. Her mom's got bent up, right? Started cooking Thanksgiving food. Fell asleep. Just went upstairs, went to sleep. Left the whole turkey out. Left the yams in the uh, water. The fuck was she drinking? <laughs> She's the Alizé. <laughs> She's still drinking Alizé. Don't disrespect moms like that. Oh, uh, you right, you right. My bad. <laughs> she was my fucked bad up. Didi, my bad she was Didi fucked moms. up with that Alizé too, but... Yeah, nah, I'm, and I'm only saying it because it's funny, but yeah, she she uh she put her foot in that stuffing though. That stuffing was hit. Nah, nah, cuz hit Mr. Alize. <laughs> but yeah, bro, she went upstairs, dead ass went to sleep, and just left like four items off the menu. Wow. How was your uh, Thanksgiving, Amber? Um, it was different. It's not the same this year. Yeah, we gonna get into that too. Why wasn't it the same? Like, the vibe, like, it was just mad different. You don't feel like it been like that for the past, like, five years at least? Just Christmas, not Thanksgiving, though. Yeah? Well, yeah. Ex- all right, so elaborate. Like, what's, what are you used to for Thanksgiving? Like, what's culture for you? Um, Like, you know, just chilling with the fam, everybody being around. This year, it was just different. Like, everybody doing their own thing. 
Oh, getting older, everybody's yeah. pretty much starting like their own family type things. So. Yeah, and then I spent Thanksgiving at one of my friends' house, and she didn't come up here this year. So like, it was just very weird. Like, oh, uh, so so that's what you mean in general, the fact that you even went to somebody else's house when you used to like rocking with family or family coming to your crib. Yeah, I think that changed with time too. Like, what's culture for you for Thanksgiving and smooth? Um, so pretty much every year it's like Thanksgiving at my house, but it's it's usually it's, I mean. The last three years it's been like immediate family. So me, V, my sister Corinne, my dad, my grandmother moved in, so it's her, my mom. But usually it's everybody, you know. Everybody comes over. My my aunt makes her sticky wings, you know, a big family. And everyone just brings in dishes on my low ass living everybody wanna sit in my low ass living room. <laughs> crowd my shit up. <laughs> nah, I don't got no low ass living room to stop lying for my mother <laughs> fucking me up. But yeah. But this year, you know, I felt I just felt like it was. I wasn't even prepared for Thanksgiving. Like it just, it's, if like, it just felt later. Like it was so late. Yeah. Like the 29th. Like this is. The, I mean, 28th. My bad. Oh yeah, that's that. It could have been that too. Like, cause it's always the last Thursday of the year, though. I meant the last Thursday of the month. Right. Last year was on the 22nd, I think. Yeah, but that was the last Thursday of the month, though. That's yeah. why. Yeah, that shit just felt. It just felt weird. Like I felt like, damn, November. Like we had to wait till the end of the month to get this shit. <laughs> and then Christmas right around the corner. Weird. So it's like, but nah. I mean, I think. For me, I come from a dysfunctional family, so my last five or six Thanksgivings been real, like, dysfunctional, like, just all over the place. And they're getting smaller and smaller. The dinner's getting smaller and smaller. I think people just, like, tired of going out. They, like, you know what? I mean, the, some people getting tired of cooking. You got that side of your family, like, right. I'm not cooking no more for these niggas. And then you got the other side of the family that's like, I'm not going to nobody else's house. I'm doing this shit in my crib next year. And so you when see- you start doing that, should be smaller families. It mostly be immediate family. And you said like, well, since you and Didi are together, so y'all like went to like each other's families. Yeah. Uh, like how? So how does that work out? Like, what time do y'all start? Downstairs. What, what time do you start? Like, like what time did y'all come together? Like, alright, we gonna go here at this time. Then go check my family <laughs> Wait, at this time. Come on, bro. Because you know we on Black People time, so you know that shit ain't go according to plan. Because we said we was leaving the crib at 3.30. We ain't leave the crib to 5.30, nigga. We two hours behind. Get to my pop's crib. We eat there for two hours. I said I was leaving there at 7.30. Ain't leave there at 8 o'clock. Right. Go to her pop's house. I said I was leaving there at 10 o'clock. Ain't leave there at 11.30. Like, oh. you know, so we always going to be behind. And then being that she pregnant, everybody want to have a conversation with her. They want to they wanna. The women want to sit down and tell her about when they was pregnant with their kids. And, yeah, when I had Jesse, I was only, I ain't gained that much weight. But then when I had Jessica, she blew my face up. Like, oh my God. yo, shut up, man. Like, <laughs> so, yeah, so they want to, they want to, uh, you know, touch her belly and do all that extra shit and just, you know, question her. And then um, when you get, when I got to her parents' house, it was literally just her parents and her grandparents. Her, like her parents was like fuck that Damn, but three her generations pop, right there But like I said her pops was like yo we not doing this shit next year We going out we going to somebody else's house Word. That's the vibe yo Cause I ain't never I'm never cleaning up after you niggas I'm over that I'm not even a good host I think I honestly think that uh, Friendsgiving has taken over like the, the fun in Thanksgiving Like Friendsgiving is way more popping than Thanksgiving yeah. right now Yeah. Well you, you gotta think about it In the sense where it's like uh, How can I say this Friends are family now. When you think like we we had this conversation before, like yeah, friends are who you like who you grow up with, with like your brothers. You know what I'm saying? Like your even sisters with females. It's like you'll spend time with you. We closer to each other than we are first our first cousins. You feel me? Our second cousins. So 
we get around each other and we are best selves, but then we get around family and we clammy. We don't really want to talk about certain shit. We more comfortable with each other having conversations about whoever, you know what I mean, or whatever. Right, because I feel like a lot of women be saying, like, like girl, my job, they always want to ask, where your man at? Where's this at? Yeah. They always want to have ask the questions. Like, I remember when I used to come home from college, like, oh, you ain't bring... Like, damn, I was going to ask you that. Like, all right, so Amber's, you in school, right? You, But you said you went to somebody else's house. Yeah. So, like, what was, like, the cliche questions you got or just the, the eye-rolling questions are, like, you know, that the shit that just make you clam up. Like, I don't even want to talk about this. Why are you asking me that? Um, This year, I spent things living with my boyfriend and his family. Oh. So, like... Wait, wait, wait. What's wait. your major? What you do? Oh, she's small. <laughs> I, she pretty. Where you find her? <laughs> Nephew. Yeah. yeah. But go ahead. Get your shit off. Like, the main question is like, oh, so what's going on with you guys? And it's just like, uh, do I really got to answer this? Like, yeah. like, what do I say to them? <laughs> did, wait, before we answer that question, did you get pressed by the uh, the incestuous auntie? The incestuous auntie? The nah. one that's like that auntie that's like you know that's my favorite nephew or you know yeah, that's, that's my, my baby boo. that's it's my, my boo like <laughs> she won't be able to touch yeah like yeah uh, she uh, yeah uh, like, first of all <laughs> that's your nephew stop touching him like that <laughs> back up off you feel me it'd be like that with uncles too like yeah they be acting crazy yeah did they but, did they do the uh, uh so you're not gonna make his plate nah they oh. pre- but I just wanna let you know though they do that like they they wait they sizing you up they wanna see they wanna see like divine feminine qualities so they wanna mm-hmm. see if you make his plate they wanna see if like he open a chair for you they wanna see if he really rock with you mm-hmm. they even wanna see if he make your plate they wanna see how he introduce you to them like if he be like ma this my this my girlfriend Amber or you know what I mean yeah. they like they do shit like that they, they look they size you up and down to see how y'all rock with each other yeah. And that's gonna determine whether they uh they think y'all are last. Yeah, right. before I left, my mother like, oh yeah, after you eat, make sure you ask if they need any help with anything. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, so you know Thanksgiving etiquette then? Yeah. So run it down then. What's what's the <laughs> etiquette? I just know you gotta speak to everybody like you know regular shit like um I don't I guess I don't really know too much like you don't know nothing man you, <laughs> they, don't, they don't fuck with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that. how does so how does that how does it work? Like so when when you with your family, do you make her plate or when you with her like You talking to me? Yeah. So uh, when you go to your family, do you make do you make Didi's plate? No. No. No? Nah, I'm not with that. I mean <laughs> You know what? And you know what? I've actually had an argument with her about this. She she wants me to make her plate. Uh be, but I look at it like, yo, don't be you can't be shy around my family. My family don't like that. Like you, my family just wants you to come around and just blend right in, like you knew everybody for ten years. Right. And I kind of don't like that my damn self, but I learned to accept it. Like my family be like, "Yo, make your own plate, wash super, your hands, baby, come super on." Super inclusive yeah. though. Like, I yeah. mean, I, I, I think I would rather like I would rather my family be super inclusive than be super distant. Yeah. Like it makes shit hard for them because then it's like it make it make the situation between us a little awkward. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all don't gotta be hard on. Like you know what I mean? It's like, uncomfortable. That's a fact. Yeah. It. I mean. The way, however you look at it, uh, it de- it really depends on how you, like I said, how you rock with your shorty because they'll make you uncomfortable because they'll be in your ear like you're not gonna make that play for me like no like <laughs> not that that little shit like that be arguments at the crib like you don't even be making shit for me you know I'm uncomfortable why would you do that to me <laughs> that was me yesterday you know I got. <laughs> 
You know the you know the new word. You know that give me anxiety. <laughs> I'm over here stressing. I'm sweating. You ain't even do nothing. All right, come on with that bullshit, yo. Just make the plate. It's not that deep, like. Word. But Facts. uh, yeah. Um, I know. But when I go over to her house, when I I could also see the difference in, in comfort too. That's and I'm trying to get her out of that because I'm gonna be me with wherever I go. This nigga really wilding downstairs, yo. I don't, it, <laughs> listeners, y'all gonna hear me say that like ten more times. This nigga Mo fucking uh cousin blasting music downstairs, but I'm learning. I'm seeing the comfort within when she come to my house for uh, for family gatherings and she sit and she never get up from that one spot unless she got to pee. You feel me? Right. Like, and she like, can you give me a beer? Can you give me something to drink? And I'm like, oh, go get that. Like, matter of fact, go get me one. But when she go to her house, it's like, babe, you want she she asking me, she offering, babe, you want a beer, you want something to drink, you sure you good? Like, is it so, like you sure? It's like like kind of like putting on a show as far as like no, she that, got this in control or with, what you think it is? What you mean in her house or yeah, her house? Like like you know to like to her mom to make sure like like make sure like to her mom she shows that. I know how to take care of my man. Nah, I don't think I think that's just comfort. I think it's just as as the end, at the end of the day, she's comfortable home. She won't. It's like you'll walk in your fridge and offer you'll offer whatever in your house, but you're not gonna get up in somebody else's house. You don't know how comfortable you know. You're not. You don't know what's permitted. Right. You could be. You can be with this person for five years and still be scared to go. Like you still gotta announce when you go into the bathroom or ask where the bathroom at. <laughs> Some people would just clam you like that. Some people get scared like that. Word. So I'm not one of those people. I'm I'm gonna go blow I go blow your mom's bathroom up. Like Fact yo, babe, where the bathroom at? <laughs> yo, just cover for me. Like I did that before. The fucked up part was she just cleaned it. Oh, oh damn. I felt bad. You a greasy nigga, dog. I'm foul. You a greasy yeah. nigga. I felt dog. bad. I was, you a greasy nigga. Dog. <laughs> mom's bathroom ain't got no window. I was down I was in the downstairs bathroom sweating and shit. <laughs> yo, this shit is real, yo. But uh But being <laughs> as though we, we, we established with like those traditions are like what are some traditions like for the holidays that you want to establish amongst your own families uh well i just uh i just sat down with Didi and i talked to her i said yeah i was thinking that uh i was thinking we could actually we putting a christmas tree up for nephew and um i was thinking that her parents could come over and my mom and my uh my step pops probably come over and uh we just spend christmas there and because christmas is about the kids now so and i think that's for me that's what it's all about tradition and legacy everything is about the kids like i really could care less about adults right parties for the kids like you know big events like that like holiday events that's it's more so let's get together for the kids if we're gonna put on the show let's do it for the kids because a lot of times adults be putting on a show for adults and i never understood that shit because you do that you do that for your cousins and your your uncles that you really don't even want at your house. Or you be throwing a party and be trying to kick them out by 7.30 and shit. All right. So, as a matter of fact, let me give you let me give you a funny story, bro. So I got I never I, I never got a chance to tell you. We had a um we had a we had a, a birthday party sleepover for uh for Nephi. So Friday night. Somebody peed in the bed? Nah, nah, these All little right. yo. Let me tell you something, bro. And I'm gonna say, I'm gonna keep it real. Listeners, I have no filter. These little hoes was wilding, bro. Oh my god. Yeah, I said it. You just call little kids hoes. These little hoes <laughs> was wilding, bro. <laughs> hey, yo. Cause, cause if listen, they were, if they were that boys, wasn't Mr. Uber Easy said that shit. <laughs> if they were boys, you could say these little niggas. But the little bees don't sound. That sounds yeah, too no, bad. No, no, but no, I, like, uh, let me explain something to you, bro. Young these, ladies. So. uh 
Nephi had a sleepover with 13 girls. Only two went home. So 11 girls stayed, right? Damn, football team. Yo, them, them little girls was in there. They, they worse than boys, bro. They do shit that boys don't even do. Say it again. What were they doing? Uh, for starters, they in there fighting. Uh, so I invited I invited Trey's daughter, uh, Dakota, and and D daughter, uh, Nala. Right. So, uh, Dakota is five years old. It's a four year old girl in there that's crying all night. I want to go home. I want my mommy. Why Dakota putting this little four year old on her lap, talking about I'm gonna rock you to sleep. Come in, I got you. <laughs> I'm like, yo, you one year older than her, bro. You're not her mother. Stop trying to be grown. You know what I'm saying? And then uh, I told Didi, I said, yo, your demographic was off because you invited a bunch of four through six-year-olds and then you invited nine and eight-year-olds. Oh, yeah, so yeah. now the older kids think they too grown to play with the little kids, right. but the little kids are watching the older kids from afar mimicking them. Right. So now it's like the older kids like, get away from me. And then the older kids, I'm like, yo, just go in the back and chill. But then they end up doing some little kid shit trying to be grown because they playing in nail polish and shit. Then they start rubbing the nail polish on our good towels. I said, nah, these little Holes gotta go home, yo. Him Get them all. That's a fact, bro. But uh, to wrap the story up, um, so I make I wake we wake up the next morning. I make them breakfast. I make like twenty pancakes, like thirty sausage links, like fifteen biscuits, and a big pot of grits. Right. So hey, bye, yo. Take two, three pancakes. Take a biscuit, whatever. Pancakes and grits. That little so, ass stomachs was on yo. Fire. Some some little girls wanted pancakes, <laughs> grits, and biscuits. <laughs> I said, yo, on the same plate. I said, yo, what you putting syrup on your grits? Like, what type of time you on? Like, (laughs) yo, little girls was coming back. Yo, can I get some more? I said, yo, you on your third biscuit. (laughs) Oh, you biscuit watching? (laughs) Yeah, some biscuit watching. It's 11 kids. It's 11 kids. Y'all ran through 15 biscuits. Like, this coming out of my personal, this coming out the fridge now. This ain't even party money no more. But uh, nah, I really enjoyed myself. I had fun. I was in daddy mode. Trey would tell you, I had my robe on and shit. Daddy daycare, okay. But uh, three. but how the little whole shit came about? The last <laughs> straw, bro. No, bro, because the last straw was I after they they ate their food. I gave them uh, they all had their plates. So now, if you figure it's eleven kids, that's eleven forks. But I only saw three forks in the sink. I said, yo, where the fuck all the silverware at? <laughs> like, these little hoes throwing my silverware in the garbage. Like, what's good? They got to go home, yo. So, but one, uh, <laughs> one thing I learned about uh, this past sleepover and just uh, doing shit for the kids, bro. The younger moms, bro, they so foul because they be so happy to get rid of their kids, bro, that they'll just send them with whatever. Don't send them with a change of clothes. Don't send them with a toothbrush. Don't send them with a blanket. Just take my kids. And then the next morning, they will not call. You Only way they getting their kids back is if you call them. Oh, that's foul. So you younger moms that's 25 and younger, y'all got to chill, bro. Y'all, gotta, <laughs> y'all be so happy to get rid of y'all kids. Y'all need to be more attentive, man. Because now I'm sitting there like, yo, home got a toothbrush. I don't. I don't. Yo, put your finger up. Give me a, give me a <laughs> oh, finger. Yeah. Now nah, you got to do the finger trick, fam. So that shit don't work. Yeah, but that, that said that shit don't work. No, it don't. <laughs> oh shit! But uh, that was it for me, bro. I don't know where that story took us, yeah, but uh, I don't know who needed to hear it, but it needed to be told, man. Anyway, yeah, Goldie is in daddy mode, man. I'm yeah. in daddy mode, bro. But the question was, any traditions you want to start with your own family? You nah, answered yours. Yeah, Amber, yeah, my bad. Yeah. Amber, any uh traditions you want to start with your own family when you get to that point? Um, I guess like for. Like Christmas, I want to do like matching pajamas and stuff like that. 
Yeah, I feel like that's really cute. With like the rain dead outfits and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, like stuff like that. I hate that shit. Sing some Christmas songs, you know, play games like A Uno, Taboo, Taboo, yeah, whatever. Y'all don't do that, that anymore? No. No? Nah. Uh-uh. Is that like, uh, do that? Do y'all do that at like Friendsgiving? Have you been to yet? A, a Friendsgiving yet? Nah. Uh-huh. You're corny, yo. I'm not corny. <laughs> I'm definitely not corny. <laughs> you don't nah. do nothing. I do. <laughs> I, no, I do that to smooth all the time. Like, yo, what's your experience in life? Like, yo, you, know, you ain't been through shit. You ain't. Fuck, you talking about, yeah, I've been home with my boyfriend. This your first boyfriend, ain't it? No. Nah, I'm just playing. <laughs> but you, just get nah. to that, you just get to that age where, like, more shit. Like I said before, like, I'm getting to the age where I'm getting invited to marriages. So, you know, yeah. like, everything start progressing. Like, yeah, that, no, nah, that's true. It, it come with time. But uh, same question for you, bro. Like, what's some traditions and, you know, um, things you're trying to start? I just feel like. A tradition I want to start with my own family is not not only just coming together for holidays. I feel like yeah, I said my family that. don't come together enough for us. Like even when when it comes to eating, like we all like black families, people don't eat at the same time no more. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like I yeah. eat at ten o'clock, my parents eating at eight, somebody eating at seven. But how many times we miss? Like I don't remember since like the last time I was I think I was like a kid when, when everybody was just at the table, tell, tell talk to everybody about your day. So that's just something I want to like have like on a consistent basis at least once a week like everybody coming to the table you know what I mean everybody want to be by themselves watch TV and eat food I get it but you know you don't you don't get that time back with your family especially yeah, that, when you get older that, that table time is definitely like a it's a lapse so I get what you mean right I'm with that I'm with that for sure but I remember saying uh, I said at my birthday when we went bowling and everything I was like yo we need to do this more often and not just for we need to you know like even bowling like let's get drunk go bowling and not just for my birthday like let's just do this and we went we've been going since for the past two Sundays like we've been really getting to it right yeah yeah just consist- consistent meetings amongst people that you love you know what I'm saying because yeah. like time is of essence and we all on borrow time here you know what I'm yeah. saying so. What I do want to acknowledge on a more serious point, right? We got to stop, like, black families. And I'm going to say is I'm not even going to, I can't speak for white families, so I'm not going to say black families. But families, we got to stop putting this stigma on the idea that it's it's okay for the creepy, pedophilish uncle to be around. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's in every black family household. Like, we got to stop doing that and joking about it. Cause it's actually a serious situation, yeah. and it's really it's really uncomfortable for like our females and shit. For the female listeners, we I just want y'all to know we understand. Cause like I said, what was what was that fun fact we gave like two episodes ago about most of the time, you know, shit like that comes from someone you know. Oh yeah, but it's um, always yeah. That you, it's most most of. Uh, um, predators or yeah. people you know, but yeah, I'm, I I just I I could only imagine how uncomfortable that could be to be at the table when you know Uncle James walk in and it's like for a woman like Uncle James used to touch you when you were like five and you know nobody believed you and shit like that. It's just mad uncomfortable, bro. Like I could I could keep going on for days, but we got to stop doing that. Like we got to stop normalizing that shit to make like and making fun of it and shit like that because that shit really happens. Right. Yeah. I mean, but a lot of times that I see is 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 very primitive in in the black families. It's like people always justify it as it's just family. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You can't you can't talk to him like that. That's your family, or you can't treat him like that because that's your family. What if my family treat me like shit? Big facts. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you ain't you shouldn't you shouldn't talk to your brother like that. That's that's still your brother. Like, 
nah, I mean, he is my brother, but like, he did some fucked up shit to me, bro. He, like, oh, he, they, he did kill, some foul they shit. kill me with that. Like, that, like, toxic energy don't just apply to, like, you know what I mean? Like, anybody could go at this point in life, you know what I mean? <laughs> if you're not conducive to my happiness, my lifestyle, my positive energy, my children, my lady, my, you know what I mean? You could go. Right. You know what I mean? So, except for my kids, they are eternal. Like, that's, that's me. So, but yeah, bro, like, it, it just don't make any sense. So, I don't know. I, I try not to, I try not to really, I don't want to go too deep into it. But I was reading, like, um, I was thinking about it, and then uh, somebody was making a joke out of it. And then it started a whole conversation. Somebody was like, hyperbole to bring attention to the issue. No one actually thinks every uh, every family has this. It's just a common swept under the uh, swept under the rug issue. It's like a lot of things within our community. And then someone else retweeted that like hyperbole. Uh, hyperbole has burnt down whole towns and gotten thousands of black men lynched legally and illegally. So it's like y'all quick in this. My whole point of saying that was we quick to change the narrative like. You know what I'm saying? Like, you see how quick we could pull a black car. Oh, something got black people this and, and black people that. Like, nah, nigga, let's stick to the point. Like, at the end of the day, it's a it's a, it's a a black issue. It's a female. It's a feminine issue. Like, stop trying to draw attention to a bigger, blacker point when it's at the end of the day. This is happening in black families. This is happening amongst our, our women. Right. And it's it's scary to think, that, to think like that. And now I'm raising two daughters, so I'm not going for none of that. I'm watching everything in my surroundings. You know what I mean? Wait, you got two daughters? I got uh, one on the way and nephew. So you got two boys too? Two boys and two girls. Oh, I, I never knew. I, I, you told me the genders? Of, uh, I, yeah, I said the genders. It's, it's two boys and a girl. Oh, I, I, my fault, bro. I'm sorry, Amber. I'm having triplets. Wow. Yeah, I'm having triplets. That's so. sweet. Yeah, Congratulations. We got, we already got a daughter. Thank you. So yeah, um, I'm I'm very calm. I'm I'm already starting before they even come out the womb. Like I'm conscious of the energy that of, of older people that they give to Nephi. I'm conscious of the energy that they give to to Didi. Like her family, my family too. I don't give a fuck. Like, are you comfortable with Uncle James? Like, is he alright? Like, you sure? Right. Both of them. Like, you know what I mean? My family, her family. Because you never know. And I think as I think as fathers, that's important to be a little more attentive because we mm-hmm. cannot. We could think that, you know, that you'll say that's my baby, that's my baby, but you, you're you not paying attention all the time. You know what I mean? Right, and and being more selective and protective of who we leave, who you leave your kids with is yeah. also important. Like, a lot of people, like like you said, you think just because someone's your family that, that, they're, that they're not predatorial. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, you, you really need to pay attention to who you decide to leave around your kids and have around your kids and when you decide to leave a room. You know what I'm saying? Because they strike. You know what Big I'm saying? Facts. Uncles, brothers. Would you like to speak on this as a woman? Um, I agree with the both of y'all, honestly, because mm-hmm. it is sometimes where I do feel like a little like, all right, um, like you doing too much now, yeah. like you making me feel a little uncomfortable. Like it's like certain ways they say like how they have stretch and say baby, like all right, don't call me that, like just call me your little niece or whatever. Like it get real uncomfortable, and that's why I'm glad me and my dad we have a relationship where like I can talk to him and he always makes sure I'm good. Like, that's why I feel like it's very important for dads to be in their daughters' lives, you know, yeah. to check and make sure everything is good. Like because things are not always okay. Sometimes we don't even know how to say things or to come out about it. Like it is very hard and it's scary yeah. at times. Like you know that's your uncle, but. 
you know, family do the craziest yeah. shit sometimes. So you gotta to, be, you know. And to sit down at a family gathering and have to look at this nigga for the rest of the night and think he think it's all sweet and it's yeah. like, nah. It, and it don't even have to be in terms of touching. Like mm-hmm. inappropriate behavior could just be something Comments, I said. Yeah, like, like you know what I mean. I'm watching. I'm watching that too. Like, cause like for example. My grandmother, she ain't mean no harm, but I know my grandmother is very eclectic on my mom's side. My grandmother was looking at D like, she got a shape on her. I was like, yo, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? But you know, shit like like a woman could say that, but as a man, I I, I would hope that nothing, if, even if you're thinking it, don't say that shit to me, bro. Yeah. Because, right. yeah, like, don't say that shit to That's me about my lady. That none of them have, but yeah, so seriously, like, certain things are inappropriate, so to have to go to a family gathering, it's like, I think it's important we pay attention to our ladies, our nieces, and, uh, you know, our daughters, and just really see what's making them uncomfortable, like, you know what I mean? Absolutely, brother. And on top of that, too, uh... And this is for the younger generation, like I said, those young moms, we gotta keep, we gotta start, y'all gotta start keeping y'all kids out y'all business because i learned that too like i learned that a lot too um with the girls coming over like the little girls will tell you some shit that they mom's doing you know what i mean they quick to snitch so even nephew sometimes she'll snitch on us i'll be like yo everything not for everybody and like you know what i mean like they sponges yeah they they are so uh but not even that though they listening even when you think they're not listening right you get what I'm saying? They be like, oh yeah, like it's quick to be like, oh she don't know what's going on. No, exactly. but she do. She she's retaining yeah. information, and then if the the information repeats itself or like a situation Absolutely. repeats itself, she's gonna be prone to say something like, oh my mom did that. Like my I've mom, made my father I've said made, that to my I've mom. I've made before. myself an open book for this podcast. So, Didi and I had a serious argument one time, and Nephi never forgot that shit. So if she and I start yelling, we could just be playing. Like we could be playing about anything. What's up, stupid? She get Nephi see that, and she get mad now. Like and she'll go to her room because she's so prone to that one argument when we was like, "Yo, Nephi, go to your room." You feel me? So now she feel like we like you know she. So even it's it's how we talk in front of each other. That shit is important, bro. Cause it's like that, like I just, energy is real. That's all I'm going to say. I know that's, I would like for that term to die too, but that is such a real term in terms of like what we give off to each other, what we give off to the world and conversation, how you speak to each other. It, it, it all translate, bro. Oh uh, yeah. Enough of uh, that, man. All that, that sensitive shit. Um, I got a little, uh, a subject to talk about. Um, we talk about uh, perception a lot and yeah. like social like social media's perception and stuff like that. And like um I don't follow Tank after his little his <laughs> the, conversation about the, 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 the three dick thing. Yeah, you suck a dick two times, you ain't gay. But whatever that. Now I mean you got such a soft voice. I'm sorry. You gotta you gotta get closer. I gotta get a little closer. That's yeah. good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But uh he posted he posted on uh IG before you record yourself helping the homeless, imagine the lowest point of your life on Facebook Live. Hashtag help needs no camera. Oh, yeah, I saw that. You know what I'm saying? So, and, like, I want to combat the two with, like, you see that people, whenever they decide to help others, it's always a camera involved. But you got the people that, that do shit without cameras involved, and they still get killed for making it seem as if they don't do enough. Like, we seen that, uh, what's his name from uh Amazon? Bezos, Jeff Bezos. Oh yeah, when he gave he gave ninety eight point five millions, and, and everybody was still like, "Oh, that ain't shit." You know what I'm saying? So you, what really matters in this world, is it, whether it's like social perception or the perception that you created for yourself. 
Like what you what you hold value in your life? Neither. I mean, I mean, cause not even the per- sometimes the perception that you made for yourself isn't even accurate. It's just, I mean, that was the shit. That was ignorant for me to say. I, yeah. First of all, nothing that comes from social media is is a validation for anything. So I don't see why we still put shit up there like that. Like I don't think that. I don't think that it's a big deal when it's like, yo, Jeff Bezos just gave seventy eight million, and then people like, yo, that's nothing. Like that's like a penny to him. You know what I mean? Right. Like, but it's like it's still seventy eight million though. Yeah. But <laughs> I didn't get it, so I don't care. And it's like, you could have that same, and not to draw, not to go into politics, like. You could have that. You could have that same conversation in politics, and it'll be like, "Oh, Jeff Bezos uh, denied the bill to give back this amount of money." You know what I mean? Like, right? Yeah. So I, that's I don't care about shit like that. I just stay away from it. Like your perception, what you do is in your time. I don't need to see that shit. Like I don't think it it needs to be promoted because you're not. It's not gonna make me like you more or less. That's you know what I mean. But like I, but but for his case, I don't think he promoted it. You know what I'm saying? It's just they a move just, that yeah. it's just a move, it's a move that he made, so everybody's gonna know about it. But you look at the smaller scale you see on Instagram, where every time somebody decide to do something, they want to give some shoes. Hey, yo, record this while I'm giving them some shoes. Yeah, but because the validation had, of what we at the we at a point in time where everything is about uh, everything make is newsworthy headlines. Like every everything is looking for like it's clickbait. It's to get you to their page. So even a story like that might not have value in the sense of what it's about, but then you click on it and now you looking at all the other stories. Of, you know what I mean? Right. Smooth shot three people at at the jail yesterday. You know what I mean? Like shit like that. Mm-hmm. What they really want you to look at. So I don't I I try not to read too much into it. I I mean it's a it's a big thing, but it ain't it ain't everything every every news ain't news, if that makes sense. Everything ain't newsworthy. That wasn't newsworthy to me. It's a big accomplishment, but it wasn't newsworthy to me only because I don't even like uh, I don't even like when like news or media coverage covers something that wasn't public information. In a sense, like uh, if I gave if I gave out a million dollars, if I wish I had a million dollars, if I gave out a million dollars, and I obviously did that in, con- in, in to be conf- you know confidential. Like Jay Z does shit like that all the time. Right. He he'll give away some money and you'll never know he gave it away or he'll put it in a private fund and he does shit like that. But it's it's the whole Jay Z gave three million to Nipsey's daughter uh to start a trust fund. It's the shit like that that I hate. Like right. whose business is that? It's not mine. It's not for me to know. And good for him and good for her if that really happened. Right. And then you got statements where Jay Z gotta retract that statement, like, nah, I didn't do that. So now you look Now the news coverage Look the media Just looks stupid Like Every news ain't news So I'm gonna say Alright How you feel about Amber Like The validation of Social media When you When you helping Other people Um I just feel like Fuck everybody's validation Like you shouldn't be Looking for other people To salute you And be like Okay that's good Like that's great Like it shouldn't be like that I feel like if you're gonna Do something Do that out of the Kindness of your heart Not because Okay this looks good To everybody else And they're gonna Salute me for this Or they're gonna say Oh I'm a good person Right Big facts Yeah I, That's what I always feel like Anytime I see somebody That be like Oh yeah I mean, it's cool to take a picture because, like, I remember in college, like, when we used to get, when we used to uh, go up to Wilmington, we took a picture before, but it was never, like, of the people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's it's like, 
like like Ting said, imagine being at your lowest point and now everybody sees you at your lowest point. Yeah, and that and that's the thing. Like, is it really cool though? Like, you think about it. Like, I never like. Is it really cool to be like, yo, I'm about to take this nigga right here, get him a haircut, clean him up for the day, and present him. You know what I mean? Like, word. I ain't asked for that, bro. I don't even want the haircut no more. <laughs> I'm good, bro. I'd rather just be because, like, that's that's the problem. This is right because even if you doing it out of kindness, your heart, it doesn't seem like it. Because now it's just like you doing this for for the shit, clout. Or the, shit or the like this is the re is, is two sides to this coin. Shit like this is the reason that there are so many beggars. Because that's a hustle. Begging is a hustle now. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers will go stand on the side of the highway. Yo, you got some money. You very capable of getting a job, but you you so come you see it so often. You just like you know what I'm about to go out there throw some bullshit on and ask for a dollar, see if I can get lucky make fifty dollars today. And then you got the people who really need it, who don't who won't ask or won't accept anything because they have too much pride. Because it's like nah, you're not about to put me on your page. Yeah. Like right. you know what I mean? Like I'm not even confident with taking your shit anymore. I'd rather just go without it. I'd rather, you know what I mean? I'd rather not eat tonight than take your shit and feel like you about to post me or post post it for some type of clout or merit. I'm good. Right. You always just got to throw a ca- There's always a camera just being thrown in the area like, oh, shit. I'm doing this. Let me just throw this shit in the camera real quick. Let me let me see where everybody, let me show everybody that yeah. I ain't just wasting my money or blowing my money on stupid shit. Let me make sure I get this validation. It's like, nah, bro. If you doing it out of the kindness of your heart, you don't need a camera there. But but see, ain't that the problem with everything? No, we record everything. We yeah. record every fucking thing, bro. Like it's it's almost it's to the point where think about what's not being recorded. The most private, everything can be leaked. Everything you know what I mean? Right. We re- we record so much shit that we we, we recording shit that you should never record. So it's always a show, man. It's a twenty four hour show between social media. Social media made everything a twenty four hour show. That's a fact. We show the turn ups. We show when we doing homework. We show when we studying. We show when we chilling with our family, with the people we love. Everything that you that you should be living in the moment for. We, we show we show everything unproductive. And which is the funniest shit in the world? Anything productive, then you want to be you want to be confidential about it. Yeah, I'm for that though. I'm I'm not. What? Not showing? You? I, I, no, I'm, I mean, I'm I for show not showing anything. But if you oh, yeah, if you gonna oh, show yeah. something, show the productive shit. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, a lot of people don't be doing productive. That's shit. that's the point I'm trying to make. We you were gonna show all the other shit. Everybody want to be porn stars now. Twitter you know what I'm saying? It's, just, it's all over Twitter. Hey, yo. You log into Twitter, it's just right there. Like, yo, bro. I recently just I recently just opened my Snapchat to like get old videos and shit. And bro, I had like five DMs of like, yo, hit my DM for premium snaps, ten dollars. Why would I pay you for you to send me a snap of you naked? That's a fact. Like sell them, just selling box. But hey, nah, man, but back page up. got don't, shut down, yo. Don't so go, forget. don't go away from that Twitter shit. So I'm not the only one. That ain't the vibe, though. I don't have Twitter, so that ain't the vibe, Amber. It is, but not that... to put your personal <laughs> business out there, because that's what that's why she really clamped, like mm, put me in the spot. That's a vibe. Nah, it is. Sometimes it just pop up. At some of the times that you needed to pop up, what Brazzers? Like, what is it, oh, Bang Bros? No, no, it's like, no, nigga, oh, people upload their own videos on there. Yeah, we don't want you still, you still watching, uh, you still watching like the flicks, like movies. They're not movies, they they two minute clips. They're nah, bro, I need to, I need to, I need to fake uh, the amateur John. <laughs> you need the amateur, shit? yeah, I need the amateur John. Nah, that shit don't be that should be low quality, bro. That's, that's what I like. 
ain't ain't sex low quality? <laughs> <laughs> you got you got go for the same shit you into. Like you can't be. You know what I mean? One last one last one last time you delivered a pizza and got some head. Eh, you ain't with that no more. I'm still waiting on that moment, bro. I'm, <laughs> I'm still waiting to go to Popeyes and the show TV right there. Oh my god. <laughs> No way. Oh, let me get hey, that yo, I niggas, yo, that's that's my fantasy as a postman. Like, yo, <laughs> one day, Shorty be like, "Oh yeah, just come upstairs." You don't even know how long I was waiting. For what, this. just come upstairs? Yeah, we're, oh yeah, you know what is gonna happen when I go upstairs? I got thirty minutes before the scanner go off. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> nah, yes, man. sir. But nah, that Twitter shit is the vibe, man. It's only weird when you go looking for it. When you go looking for it, now you a little. I, I'm gonna just let y'all know, any of your listeners out there, if you go looking for the porn on Twitter, you a weirdo. But if it just pop up and you with the shit, I'm, I, I understand because that's me. I'm with. The, I'm with all that action. That's man, what they said, bro. What else you got on the agenda, smooth? Um, I kind of wanted to address. Um, something that we addressed already as far as like the street the street violence is is is, is becoming crazy I've, I've been looking yeah. at the fucking damn fucking Mo broke the fucking stand this shit weak <laughs> as hell yo anybody see I engineer out there yo just pop his ass yo shit. but nah uh, uh, recently in the news there's been a lot of cases of like violence amongst adults and it's trickling down to our youth all around the world um, I remember two weeks ago or three weeks ago, I was reading a story about the Pleasantville uh, High School football game in which, like, 26- and 27-year-old men start opening firing at a, at a football game, a high school football game at that, and it uh, ended up with a 10-year-old being shot and killed. You know what I'm saying? And it's just crazy how you guys bring your street violence into a high school facility and open up at a, at a football game and start shooting. And then I read another article in Philly. It was like a drive-by going on at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And a, uh, I believe another, another 10-year-old kid got shot in the head. And I think the dude was the dude who was damn. getting shot at was... I don't like 10-year-olds. Like, what the fuck going on? Bro, that's what I'm saying. They don't be having no remorse. No remorse out here, bro. And the dude was trying to shield the kid. The, the dude who was getting shot at was trying to shield the kid. And he was shooting back at the car. And the kid ended up getting shot in the head. And he ended up getting arrested, but the, the they still looking for the, the people, the shooters in the, uh, the car. Oh, man, no damn sense, bro. Sad, man. Like, we don't, like, got to blame your old heads, man. And these niggas is 26, 27, so who they old heads? The, the 30 and 40-year-old niggas? Yo, but they got, that's what I'm saying. That's why you got to take accountability because they are the old heads. That is the example that they setting now. And that's the problem. And I said that to you. Like, we at a position now where we are the OGs, bro. So you yeah you could blame the you could blame the niggas before us but now you got a bunch of young niggas looking up to us so whatever we do we you know what I mean they want to do right so you can't even get mad at our predecessors it's time to start getting mad at the niggas that's it's time to start getting mad at us right that shit was just crazy I'm like yo at, at a football game. And I just read a story about a ten year old shooting another ten year old. Yo, Florida. why are these ten year? Yo, that what's up? What's what's up with that number, I, bro? bro? I like, I, bro, I don't know, bro. But that's what it said. He, oh, he, he ten now. He could die now. Nah, it was two kids, and they, they was I guess they was playing with someone's gun, and the gun went off. Oh, he killed, shot yeah, the kid. Yeah. He dragged him outside and put him between the the, the housing and the, the kids after school. Found his body and shit. Damn, and he knew what to do. This nigga, how you kill a kid and then hide a body? I, <laughs> at, ten, at 10, all I knew was 911. Exactly. That's and sometimes I got that number wrong. Some dumb shit. You got 911 wrong? Yes. 
I thought it, I thought it was an actual number. Oh my god! Oh, this little nigga dyslexic. <laughs> I was stupid. I was real <laughs> stupid as a kid. I'm trying not to have my children make the same mistakes. What's the What's the number to nine one one? Do one of them kids? Yes, I, I was. That was one of those kids. Not at ten, but I, I stretched it. Yeah, not at ten. But yeah, I was one of those kids who ain't. I thought nine one one was the actual number. Like whatever. But nah, that's some sad shit. You know what else? Uh, you know what else? Uh, another article I saw in Nort at that. Um, there's a white van riding around with black tents on it, and it actually has a padlock on the back door. Yeah. And they like five percent tents, which is like the actually they darker than five percent because I got five percent. They like pitch. They smoke black. So uh, someone took a picture of it and was like, "Yo, I wish that y'all stopped killing each other. I'm starting to lose respect for Nort niggas because it's like I wish y'all stopped shooting at each other." And killing each other and actually kill a kidnappers for once. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. do some investigative work in your own hood. Y'all so quick to ride for your hood, but y'all won't ride for your kids or ride for the kids of the neighborhood. Jay-Z, you know what I'm saying? But Jay-Z told you, man, streets is done. Man. Yeah, that's a fact. Streets is done, but, bro. But so, and, and the problem with the police is that if you, that's probable cause. I got pulled over by the North Police for my 5% tents, and these tents are darker than that. So, I don't understand how... Any pull, any officer could pull them over and be like, "Yo, I'm pulling you over for your tents. Right. Can I check your truck? You know what I mean? Shit, it's, it's that simple to do that. But the fact that I think that is just a little suspicious in general to be riding around like, and it's and they said it's always either a Hispanic male or he's either white or Hispanic. Like they could never really tell. But I just thought that that was funny too, and that's and that's another problem with like you said with us killing each other. And I mean, we heard it all before. It's the cliche thing, like we kill, we blacks kill blacks, and why do Black Lives Matter? But the fact that the shit that we stand for just makes no sense at this point in time, bro. Right. Because it's like, what more? You know, where do you draw the line? Where, what's your moral ethics? There's no, there's no moral to the streets, and that's the problem. It's no honor among thieves, and everybody just riding off for their own what they feel is important to them. So, what can you do, bro? Like like I said like I said last episode, man, we gotta get back to like community policing, bro. Like amongst ourselves, like looking out for each other in the community. You know what I'm saying? Like I I, I remember like when I was younger we had like block mothers. You know what I'm saying? Whenever your mother wasn't home, it was another lady out there watching out for the kids. But kids don't go outside no more, so I don't even know <laughs> it, it's weird. But like walking your kids to school and stuff like that, just to watch out for shit like that. And even like I said, with women and shit like that, making sure that your women are safe. At each and all times of the Yo, day. Yo, could could your neighbors beat you? Could, no. Fuck no? Fuck my neighbor. Fuck no. <laughs> they could, they, they, well, they, they could tell on you, right? I'm going to be like, wait till my mother get back. She's going to air this shit out. Just wait till she get back. All right, back. well, <laughs> y'all ain't never had, all right, well, then, the qu- I guess. You had a neighbor beat I mean, you? I mean, I mean, I mean. Not Otis, necessarily Otis beat me, but a neighbor yoked me up before my mom let that shit go down. Like, mm. you know how your mother gave permission, you feel me, like. You got some you got some mothers who be like, Don't touch my kid when I get home, I discipline them, whatever. Right. But then you got some, you know, you got some parents that's like, yo, if he get out of line, fuck him up. Like, you know what I mean? So, yeah, my mother gave the okay to certain neighbors, like, yo, if you see Travis Wilding out in these streets, tell that tell me or catch that nigga slipping or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I mean, I got I got that, but it was never like they was like I, I never got caught by nobody. Like that was just the, the 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 good part of my part. Like I never got caught by nobody doing no wild shit. I think that was parents just trying to scare you in general. Just tell them, yeah, if you see him acting up, just beat him. Yeah, they, they only yeah. do it when they see him. Like, oh yeah, if you, oh that's your son. Oh yeah, that's this this him. Oh, if you ever see him acting up, just get yoke him up. Don't. I mean, <laughs> mom, she touched me. 
Miss Mary, I will beat the brakes off of you <laughs> and your son. If you, did, I wish you would. <laughs> I'll fuck your son up every day of school. Goddamn it. <laughs> that be the yo. If you get your, if you get beat up off the strength of what your moms did, that's fucked up, bro. <laughs> your moms, your moms boarded you this ass with home. Yo, your mom snitched on me, bro. Now I gotta fuck you up, yo. Listen I say that to my, I say that to my boss all the time. I what? To, I'll fuck your mother up. No, nah, I went to school with his son. I said I'll beat your son up. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, that, that's the thought that go off in my head. Like, yo, all right, bet. You want to give me mad work? I'll fuck your son up. <laughs> If this shit get ugly, I'm fucking you up. That's foul. <laughs> hey, he followed me on the gram. So it's gonna be an easy link. Yo, pull up, bro. <laughs> Stop beating on him, bro. <laughs> he ain't even going to a while, though. Just, go, oh, just straight onslaught. Mm, man. Uh, what you got on the agenda, bro? Uh, I mean, I just went through two, man. We we hit top these. No, that was it, bro. I told you we gonna we gonna get in and out. We gave him an hour. Nah, but um, before we go though, nah, alright. So let's pick on Amber then. Oh boy. Yeah, ain't no old boy. How you gonna be a get? You been you been quiet. You know what I mean? I told her she gotta have that personality. Yeah. Though. They all got the personality till the mic come on and then they get quiet. But nah, um, so alright. We, did we get a chance to ask Amber? Uh, I asked how old she was. Did she tell us on the pod or no? Nah, I was off the air. Uh, we not even supposed to ask a woman her age though. So you not fucking right? up the game. But she, but that's them saying she not even old enough to get offended yet. Like she, she at that age where you ask her age, she confident if she happy to tell you her age. <laughs> you know, you know them girls. <laughs> no, I'm 23. You buy, I'm 24. You bugging like. <laughs> Cause, Cause, you know how it is. They, the, uh, those be the ones all the time. They hit you with the, I ain't no baby. When I was, when I was fifteen, I used to hang with my twenty-one year old cousins all the time. That, that's your bag, right? No. Yeah. But uh, nah. So we, um, when school start back up, we start back up semester. Monday. Damn, that, that break was short. We don't even get a break for Thanksgiving. You only get a break for Christmas. And then you take that. No break? When I you come, when, when you come, when you come back from that Thanksgiving break, you coming back ready to work, or is that when you like, like, is that like the uh the itis? Ain't that the itis for the rest of the year though? To to find nah, us. I think the the Christmas break that's the itis because it's like you've been out of school for like a month and a half, and then you gotta go back to school for the next semester. Like, I be mm. like, do I really gotta do work? That was my problem, and I was catching the itis at the Thanksgiving. I was going, I was going back wilding on them finals. I, see, my problem was I was trying to upload the front of my schedule. Like, I was trying to do all the work in the beginning of the semester. So, by the time I get the finals, I'll be like, all right, I could give them a C and still get a good B out this class. That was that was just me. Yeah, that's and that's true. probably why I'm stupid, too. See, I'm the same <laughs> nigga ain't no 911 number. Wow. Yeah, that's like my said. problem, bro. Hey, so, uh, Amber, what made you want to, like, did you want to, did you intentionally want to go to NJC? You wanted to stay close to home? No, my mother wanted me to stay close to home. She, um, I wanted to go to Montclair. Yeah, I was supposed to go to Montclair. She definitely did not want me to go to DSU. She was like, that's a party school. You're going to be getting drunk and da-da-da. Oh, so, but you got family at DSU? No. Like, you got history? No family, no. Oh, okay. All right. So, where you got, you got history of any, like, family or any history? All right. So what made you? Uh, so you, your mom made you go there. That's the problem with black parents, bro. My brother had that same story, yo. Like, damn, want you to go away from home or something? Yeah, like, like and then yeah. and then he started resenting me. Well, you let Travis get to go away. 
You know what I'm saying? Mind my mother's business, like nigga. very protective, so yeah. she just don't be wanting me to go. You nowhere. the baby? Yeah, I'm the baby. Oh, that's why. Yeah, that mama baby. You know what it is? It be that first. It's that. It's that third or second tier of kids. Uh, whatever she went through with you, she never went through with her oldest. Like they either put her through hell. To, oh, that's hell. love right there. Yeah, they put her through hell, through hell to the point where she was like, "Fuck that! I'm never doing this shit again." And she became a little more relaxed. But yeah, she's like crazy, like crazy. I don't know, it's like, it's it's too much. Like, she be suffocating me, like. Oh, man, she about to start venting. Overprotective <laughs> parents. Let's, let's probe her. Yeah. Nah, but, uh. Like, I feel like, um. But like you, I, don't, you don't think it's, you don't think, all right. I can you, tell you what it is. All right, but before I do, right, you okay. don't think that at this day and age it's important? To a certain extent. Because. To I'm, a certain I'm 28, extent. right? Smooth and I are millennials, although he's on the tail. He's like that, really like one of the last millennials. Mm-hmm. You are Generation Z. You are, yeah, you are Generation Z. There's a big disconnect in between. Although it's only five, a five year difference in our age, it's a big disconnect in our generation. And it's scary. Like the kids y'all age, the shit that y'all did, we never, I never did. And the, and the shit that we did, y'all never did. Y'all don't even go outside, but somehow y'all kill us. And I'm confused at that shit. So what y'all only go outside to kill? Like that shit ain't scary. Like that shit's scary, bro. Yeah, it is scary. But go ahead. Like I mean, break it down. What's what's what mom be tripping about? So like I have an older brother. She didn't take care of my older brother. My grandmother did. So it was like I'm her first like child. You get what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, you were telling on mommy. I'm like, not telling on her. I'm just like right, saying just like you know I'm speaking just speaking your speaking. truth. Yeah, okay. like I'm open. So like you know. All right. So like. She's very overprotective. They come to therapy, smooth. Let's get it. Smothering me, like, certain places I can't go because she's like, oh, no, don't go there because this, because that. Like, she's steady calling me, texting me, where you at, what you doing, are you okay? Like, she'll sit in yeah. front of the window and wait yeah. till I come home. Like, yeah. Like, I, it's okay because it's like, okay, you care about me. Like, you're worried about me. Because it's some of my friends' mothers, they, like, they go out. They don't call them, check on them. At, like, they don't say anything Yo, to right, them. So you're appreciative of Like, that. I'm appreciative. Of it to a certain extent because I feel like it's certain stuff that like like if I make a mistake she gonna come in and try to fix it like I feel like I'm not growing up because you're oh, not giving me a I, chance to you like, in your you, bag right now nah, let's go nah, no no I feel you I feel you because <laughs> I feel like all right if I make a mistake like I can't really learn from it because you're always coming in and picking me up like I yes. got you let me fix the problem like no let me fix the problem because at the end of the day you're not always gonna be here yeah. Like, I need to learn for myself, like, coming into college, like, you know, we do everything on, on our own. Yeah. Like, she was coming in trying to do everything, and I'm like, nah, like, I got to learn this stuff. Like, I got to figure it out. Like, if I got to go to financial aid, I need to know how to take care of this type of paperwork without you being there. Yeah. And since I had that kind of responsibility, like, you know, it's been, I've been growing. And I'm just like, you know, now she, like, she be chilling sometimes, but she could overdo it. And I'm just like, chill, like, I'm good. Like, I'm 22, like. I could make it out here, like just you relax. Be able to spread your wings and fly. Yeah, and I, I can't when she just holding the wing. Man, all I'm gonna tell you is, the quicker you want to leave, the quicker you want to come back. I tell you right now, like when you finally be like, you know what, and and find, nah, I don't need this. It be those little moments when you on your own, like, damn, I wish G Moms had this and that. Like, I sure wish G Moms would come through and, and, and hold this down, cause. It really comes in handy. But I know what you mean, though, because I think that the problem is they're going to always see you as their baby. And you being the baby, it's like 
they they don't give you a chance to grow. They don't give you a chance to mature. But you mature in, the, in front of their very eyes. And like we just addressed earlier in the podcast, our family doesn't really know us the way that they think they do. And that's the problem. They knew us as, they knew us as children and they see children. But when we leave the house, what we talk about, how we talk, our vernacular in the house, you know, how we how we carry ourselves around our friends. And like I said, in fr- during Friendsgiving or whatever friendly holiday, whatever you do with the homies, how you carry yourself there and how you carry yourself in, in front of your parents. It may be similar, but not to the same extent. So how they view you is is not going to be the same. And that's the problem. So now you want to be an adult because you've experienced adult things. But to them, you haven't experienced anything. Because they don't know what you've experienced, and that's that's the that's the disconnect. That's where the most arguments come from. To be honest with you, right? Like my mom was always like clear on, oh, you should be able to do this. Because what if I'm not here? Like that was always her stable. Like, yeah. I want you to be able to take care of yourself when I'm not here. Assert independence. Do it. Yeah. And when I went to college, when I went away to college, I grew a lot as a person. Like, and I came back different. Like, I, I stopped like looking for handouts. Like, I stopped asking my mom for shit. Like, I was more independent. And it was different to both of my parents because it's like when you before you went away, it was always yo dad, I need this, mom need this, and now it's just like I don't really need nothing. So they 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 be kind of confused about it. It's like oh you 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 need you need something you need you need nah I'm good, like hmm. I'm just here. You know what I'm saying? I'm just I'm just in the crib because I ain't ready. I ain't move out yet. You know what I'm saying? But when I, yeah, I mean times is hard, but once I move, it's a wrap. Like. You really grow up, like, and once you go through those adult situations, like, they really don't know because, I mean, like I said, we don't sit down enough as adults and communicate like we did when I was a kid so I could tell you about what I went through in college or what I went through during my, my trials and tribulations that put me at this point where I'm at now. Which is why, and I'm not trying to fall away from the main point, but which is why I never got, I, I don't really want to talk about this either, so don't stay here, but, uh... This is why I never felt the way about when T.I. was saying the whole thing about his daughter's hymen. Because, like I said, at me being a father, it's... Don't you go to your fucking daughter's doctor's appointment. No, man. no. He, he said he didn't even do that. He was being facetious. Like, he was stretching it. But me being a father, bro, you want... How, how are we going to talk? How do you talk? I, I just said this earlier. How do we talk to our daughters about this shit? Seriously. You let them talk to you. They don't. Yeah. They don't. They go to your, they go to their mother, and their mother come to you, and now you gotta sit there looking at them like, damn, my daughter fucking now. That was different for me. I went to my father before I went to my mother. Well, you know, that's another thing. That's that bond. That's another bond too. Yeah. Right. You gonna bond with your, you know, it's always like you a daddy's girl. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day. I mean, yeah, like I said, every person, every every child has a, a different bond with each parent. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna feel away if, if my daughter feels. A, feels more comfortable talking to her mom about her losing her virginity or sexual As long as you talk to somebody. Now, as long as you're talking to somebody but, and but someone it, is aware. Yeah. You know but it's not saying? even about it's not even about sex. It could be about finances. It could be about anything. Like like educate you want to educate yourself, but who do you talk to? Are you comfortable enough to even talk to your parents? Because some people aren't. I feel like people need be- to make their kids feel comfortable. And that's the problem. I agree. We not making our they're not they didn't a lot of our parents didn't make us feel comfortable coming and them talking to them about anything. Be more scared if anything. Yeah. Like if I say this, are they gonna attack me? And like I said, it don't even have to be about sex. It could just be like, yo, I don't know what the fuck I want to do after college. What you mean you don't know what you want to do? I spent fifty grand on it. You gonna do something? I don't want to teach no more. Like yeah. this shit is not it. 
I mean, like, but I always, I always cut like, but I always look at it like, you gotta cut parents some slack, cause it ain't no book. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And the all they, all they know is what they learned growing up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's a learned behavior, and that was one thing that I had to realize with, with my upbringing. It was like, yo, my mom, my mom became a, a mother at 17, and she raised my sister. You yeah. know what I'm saying? My dad the same way, and he became a, he became a, a father at a young age, and then I came. You know what I'm saying? So the way she raised my sister, she couldn't raise me the same because with two different genders and it's two different situations. You know what I'm saying? She was always like, "You was you're way difficult than your sister." I'm like, "You gotta yeah, understand that same. your ki- every kid ain't gonna grow up the same, and yeah. you can't parent each child the same." And you're right, but then again, that's like. You telling me I, we need to cut them? You telling us cut them some slack, even for listeners. But at the same time, you telling us it's also learned behavior. You should be learning from how you were raised. You should be learning. You know what I'm saying? And I and that's why I said I think that when you are the baby, they all learning from the the first time they change. You know what I mean? The first time they yelled at their oldest to thinking about when they you know when the baby went through there. You know what I mean? It's a it's a big difference in how you raising your children the second third go around. You know what I mean? But you've also been raised by parents to where as though there are things that your parents did that you like, I'm never doing that again. And you somehow you choose what you take what you take from your parents. But the funny the funniest shit in the world is somehow you be like, yo, uh I'm I sound like my father. Like it's so it's 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 inevitable. It's gonna happen. Where you be you had those moments like, damn, I sound just like my mom, Joe. Word <laughs> up. So at the end of the day, some things you gonna inherit. Like some things is just the things that you hate about your parents are the things that you going to eventually, it's going to be you. And that's the funniest part of it all when it comes to parents. Like, like when they, those are literally future us. That's our, you know, that's our future selves in a sense. Personality wise. I'm even, shit, I'm even looking at my father Baldy like, damn, bro. Let me just woof it out because I don't know how long I'm going to have this hairline. Cause <laughs> this shit could go any minute. My corn is thin as hell right now. Cause. Ah, oh, shit. Alright, nigga. That's enough therapy for today, man. I'm getting the fuck out of here, yo. Yeah, bitch, you was late anyway, motherfucker. You're right, and that's why I'm clearing the fuck out. <laughs> nah, seriously, uh, for the listeners, man, smooth. Give them a fun fact, bro. Tell them I don't know who needs to hear this what. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who needs to hear this, man, but it's 32 years. 32 years. 32 days left in the year, man, and it's not too late to start on your, your new goals or Finish your current goals, you know. So finish the year strong. Twenty twenty is amongst us, but you can still win twenty nineteen. Amongst us, that's what I just said. <laughs> yeah, amongst us. <laughs> hey yo, right, yo, right, quick, this nigga is the English my English bad. major. He won't hey yo, quick question: How shit, many? Bro. Uh, how long? Uh, how long you got on that Thanksgiving? I mean, on that on those leftovers. A week. A week. I don't know who need to hear this, but by mother, what's today? Hey yo, by Monday, if you niggas is still eating leftovers, y'all got me fucked up, bro. Like y'all, I don't know who need to hear this, but make sure y'all get y'all last leftover plate in tomorrow. And I don't know who needs to hear this, man. All you niggas who don't eat pork and said I'ma eat around it yesterday, you some foul niggas, be. I know, I know, mad pork eaters eating that, <laughs> eating that soaked in collard greens ham, bro. I know y'all was, man. And if they wasn't, they damn sure was eating the motherfucking <laughs> turkey that was cooked on the same rotisserie grip rack with the pork. You know what I mean, <laughs> niggas ain't low, bro. They be knowing what they're doing. <laughs> Alright, yo. With that being said, this is the I don't know who needs to hear this podcast episode twenty three. This is twenty three, right? Alright, bro. Jump man, jump man. Amber, it was a pleasure having you. You want to give me your Instagram real quick? Um, my Instagram is underscore so Amber. 
You know what it is, you know what it is. This your boy Smooth. And this is the I don't know who he did, this podcast, aka Mr. Rubies. Somebody told me the greatest gift you could give somebody is your time. It's when you get your time, you're given a portion of your life that, that you'll never get back. Yeah. Shawty, I never meant to hurt you, hurt you. I want you in back of the Maybach curtains. Since I got my back up, I can't out on a Birkin. I ain't got to question myself, no, you worth it. I don't want these hoes to surround my body. I just want a double cup and get high. Uh, I just want a bug out with yeah. you and get jet fly. Yeah. I bought a new Rolex just yeah. so we can reset time. I had to buy that watch, I knew it would take time. Just like Rolex, I'm always going to make time. Been through some rough patches, but also had great times. I mean, we done did it all. Except for the state.